where we promulgate that your physical, psychological, and financial health are your true sources of wealth that must be safeguarded and optimized to achieve long-lasting happiness. Here, we'll discuss tactics on how you may self-actualize to reach the pinnacle of authentic masculinity by embracing true libertarian principles, arming yourself with red pill knowledge, as well as implementing the most up-to-date holistic health biohacks to optimize your health. Stop being a blue pill sheep, being led to slaughter by big government and the court system. Become an awakened man. Here's your host, Gregory. Hello, everybody. This is Gregory, and welcome back to another episode of The Awakened Man. I hope you're doing well today. Today, we're going to talk about single men and single women. And I I thought about this because I was at the grocery store, and my mind is always like, like ruminating and just always thinking. I'm one of those who can't turn it off. That's why I have neurotic insomnia. Go to that old episode I have on that. But... I thought, okay, so let's just look at a random sample of people at a grocery store because not everybody goes to a bookstore, not everybody goes to a coffee shop or a restaurant, but pretty much everyone goes to the grocery store. I know after COVID, a lot of people have their food ordered, but as a whole, everybody goes to a grocery store. So I thought, okay, let's look at people from 30 to 50. 30 to 50 years old, if you were to go to a very large grocery store like Sam's, or just a very large grocery store, and you were to freeze everybody in there and then line them up against a wall, and then you separate the men from the women. Now, my guess, which I later looked up, it's based on truth, but my guess is that there's going to be more single men than there are single women. 30 to 50. Now, we're not doing 18 to 25 because that's still young. Some people don't get married, and we know that the marriage rates are dropping and so forth. But So we're not doing the too young. We're doing 30 to 50. We're not going to do too old because, as the studies would show, if you look at 60 and over, there's much more older ladies that are alone, partly for two reasons. One, men die off, and two, you know, it's the cat ladies. But we choose 30 to 50 because that's still kind of prime marriage age prime marriage age. And so if you're wandering around a grocery store and you just look around and look at every woman, the majority of women are going to have a ring on. And if you look at the majority of men, it's going to be less men are going to have a wedding ring on and be married. And this echoes what I've talked about in the past. And I believe I have an episode here, how women are always taken yet never taken simultaneously. If you go to a coffee shop or a bar or wherever, let's say you do 20 to 30-year-olds, pretty much every woman in there, let's not do 20, let's, let's do 25 to 40. Pretty much every woman that you meet at a coffee shop who's even remotely attractive, average, will not be single. She will not be single. Either she'll be married, you'll see the ring on her, Or she'll have a boyfriend. Why? Women are petrified to be alone. right? This goes back to the the, the impulse of hypergamy. They're constantly seeking a couple of things. Provisioning and security. Of course, this is why they marry. And validation. And the concept of being wigtow is completely foreign to 
women. It's like, you know, those satellites that we we send up to the end of the solar system. We put some universal weird language of bebops and boop, beep, 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 and we expect aliens to understand that. That's essentially what women would be hearing. They, it, It's completely foreign to them. It's petrifying to women to be single. Now, not short-term single, because even average women to beautiful women know they're eventually going to get a boyfriend. See, sometimes you hear this this told, like, well, you know, like for people who want to get married, especially if they're in their 40s, 50s, well, maybe God doesn't want you to get married. When you hear that line, what they're essentially telling you is, what they're essentially telling you is, yeah, you might not ever get married. Why? Because you're if you're a woman, it's because you're old and unattractive. And if you're a man, because maybe you're old, unattractive, and broke. But relatively attractive women never hear that line because average attractive women who still have somewhat of a modicum of a figure there's always going to be a man out there that will marry them because we're visual creatures and because of morbid obesity 70 percent of americans are overweight 45 percent are now obese there's always going to be a man that will take on a woman may not be a high smv man but it might be you know the beta provider that we've talked about here i feel bad for the beta provider but there's always Men that will bail out women and bail out their bad choices. Women really don't have to be responsible for making bad choices because either they'll find a man and white knight him who will bail them out and marry him, or government's always there to give them money and welfare and so forth, free housing and so forth. So when you go to a coffee shop, all those women will be taken. Yet at the same time, hypergamy is strong. The force is strong in them. So they might be with a guy right now because they need the validation. They need to be told they're beautiful. Remember, men like to desire and women like to feel desired by men. So women always need to be told, oh, you're beautiful. And they need to be physically told by touch, kiss, sex, that they're attractive. And when they no longer have that, they go crazy in the invisible years. Right? They lose it because they're so used to it, especially the beautiful women. So they're with a guy right now. It doesn't mean they're always going to be with the guy because they always have one eye out. See, they don't like to be alone because it's petrifying, like long-term alone. Like you'll really rarely ever see an even averagely attractive woman be single for a year. Like you see this in the rom-coms. The rom-coms will always tell you this. Pick whatever rom-com star, Meg Ryan, later Kate Hudson, you know, whoever's in the rom-coms. We need to believe this trope that even remotely attractive women have problems getting dates. This is one of the greatest lies of all time. So they'll always have a boyfriend, but you know, you might have the Lexus, the other guy has the Porsche. You might have the Porsche, he has the Lambo. So she's always looking one eye out the window to Monkey Bridge. And that's a woman's impulse. It's in them. So if you look statistically, women break up relationships more than men. Women end relationships more than men. And we know with the divorce stat, right, 70 to 90% of divorces are initiated by women. So that's not even questioned. You can just Google that right now. So women and relationships typically because they found somebody better. They already have the next guy lined up and they're ready to monkey branch up. Rarely does a woman end a relationship, unless there's extreme cases like abuse, like legit physical abuse. But even then, I mean, normally they have this, this Fingali thing over them like hbo right now has a, a great documentary on Brittany murphy the actress and how she died and she died at 32 
And they were talking about her husband was one of those Svengali types. Unattractive dude, broke, but you know, she didn't have a father growing up, and she was susceptible to daddy issues. So they'll have the next guy lined up before they move on. And then you have these guys, especially if they were average guys, they'll have a hard time finding a new boyfriend or finding a new girlfriend, especially if you're in your 30s, 40s, and 50s. You'll have a hard time because we're in an area of open hypergamy. Whereas in the, in, the, in the past, before dating apps and before it's certainly social mobility and traveling and being able to move across country, you were in a small town, small village, and there was only a finite amount of people your age that you could marry and most people would, would marry. Now with open hypergamy, it's not like that at all. So you have 90% of the women, even the unattractive types, who are messaging the, the, the Chads and Tyrones. And so because of the alpha widow status, they're always going to be messaging these guys. So average guys are always going to be blown off because it's the siren song of online, or I like to say the siren swipe of online dating. As soon as a woman finds something wrong with you, they're like, well, somebody's better. I can swipe. So as a result of all these things, going back to the grocery store, if you get a composite of 30 to 50-year-old men, at a grocery store, and a composite of 30 to 50-year-old women. There's going to be a much higher percentage of married women, women that are boasting a wedding ring, than men boasting a wedding ring. Now, that's not to say that if you just randomly freeze a, you know, 200 people at a grocery store, there aren't going to be any, any married men. I'm not saying that. Any married men, 30 to 50. What I'm saying is that you'll see more unmarried men who would like to get married the blue pill, who would like to get married. And the statistics bear this out. There's a Pew Research study about singleness. Among men, 30 to 50 years old, 27% are single. I don't know why it's going reverb. 20% of men are single, as opposed to what? 19% of women. 50 to 64, 27% of men are single, so it's the same number. Women, a little higher. And then 65 over, it drops. Only 21% of men 65 and over are single, 49% are single of women. A lot of that, again, is the men that they, they married are dead. Or they squandered all their beauty in SMV, and now they're cat ladies. My point is this, in closing, this is kind of a random episode here. There's a large percentage of men, 30 to 50, who want to marry. And do this, do this own empirical test. Go to the grocery store the next time when you're walking around and just look at every man and woman, 30 to 50, and you will see that there's going to be a lot more women who are married than a lot, of, a lot more men that are married at the same age. And we're not going to cast aspersions on the blue pill men who want to marry. I'm just talking in general, just general men. So you see this kind of epidemic of men in their 30s, 30 to 60, who want to marry, but all these women are taken. Most of these women are married and taken. doesn't mean they're happy. Certainly a lot of married men are not happy either. doesn't mean these women are happy, but they're all taken. They got that hypergamy to a certain extent satiated, their need for provisioning and validation. I'm sure they take their husbands for granted, and in most cases they handpack them and treat them like crap, and he, you know, shit test them all the time. But at the least, see on the minimal, they have the constant validation and they have the provisioning. He works and she spends. 
But with a lot of those men, they want to be married. They want to be in a relationship, and they can't find any single women. And then the few single attractive women, let's say 30 to 40, most of these guys are kind of incel-esque. And they wouldn't be able to get this woman. Now, back in the day, in closed hypergamy, in the village, so to speak, they had to have a better chance. But with open hypergamy, every woman is pretty much an alpha widow. Women have an extremely high overinflated sense of their sexual market value. And so the average guy who wants to get married, A, there's a dearth of single women in general in the general population, as a statistic bears that out, 19% as opposed to 27%. And B, those women are not going to give you the time of day unless you have those characteristics that we've talked about in past episodes. So in closing, guys, just go to the grocery store and, and look for yourself and tell me if you agree or disagree with me. And in closing, look, if you want to, as many of you are MGTOW and you're like, yeah, why would I get married again? I love doing what I want, when I want, where I want, and I love it. But there are men, let's be honest, that hide behind MGTOW that really want to get married, as we talked about in the previous episode on the plot of the incel. So if you're one of these men, just understand there's a lot of you out there that really want, not, not necessarily that you're incel, but you want to get married and they're just the women unfortunately, aren't there for you. And if you want that to change, you're going to have to work on yourself and elevate your sexual market value. And we've talked about how you can do this. Guys, if you appreciate my content, please post an honest review. It'll only take you five seconds. There's two links in the episode notes. One's for PayPal. If you help, if you appreciate my content, please make a little donation help defray the cost of hosting this on the server. Also, there's a link to Naturopathic Earth, my website, where you can see all my articles, my recipes, and every podcast I've ever done is over there. And lastly, Please follow or subscribe the three feeds, which are The Awakened Man, The Female Holistic Health Apothecary, and Confessions of an Obese Child. Until next time, take care, God bless, and pray. Thank you for listening to The Awakened Man Podcast. Find us on Facebook at The Awakened Man Podcast page. Subscribe and post an honest review on Apple Podcasts and consider donating to our crowdfunding account. And remember, freedom is better than needle. Until next time.